hello and welcome or welcome back to the Sheet Lives Purposely podcast with me, Megan Edmonds. If you want to be encouraged and equipped to live how God calls you to live, to live purposely, this show is for you. I want you to take something out of each episode that you can apply today. And I am so glad that you're here. Seriously, I don't take it for granted at all that you are here listening to this podcast, that we're spending this time together, and I pray that you feel better leaving than when you came. If you want to be inspired to be a light for Christ with the community that you have around you or even on social media, today's episode is for you. I'm here with my new friend, Jacqueline Brooke, talking about what it's like to use your platform as a Christian and shine a light for Jesus. Jacqueline, welcome to the She Lives Purposely podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am so stoked you're here. I said it like really briefly before we jumped on, but I've been following you for a minute. You are so cool. I'm obsessed and I'm excited to have you on the podcast. But for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself? Tell us, you know, anything, anything fun or just all the things about you? Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for having me on here. I'm really excited. Um, well, my name is Jacqueline, like you said, and I, um, I guess I'll give like a brief testimony to my life just to give some background. I love it. I grew up in the church and my dad was an elder. My mom was on staff at one point, so I was very much involved, um, in the Christian life. And I remember, I truly do believe I understood the gospel from a really young age. Um, and I understood my need for Christ and, also others need for Christ. And so I feel like that's been on my heart. Fast forward to high school and I realized like, wow, this is like people are changing and, you know, going wayward that I knew wasn't necessarily the way of Christ. And so I feel like there was just a point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm going to take this seriously and like really do what I say I believe. Um, And then I feel like throughout high school, I really got to know the Lord personally more than just like, oh, this is what my family does. And then in college, that was really tested because there's no one patting you on the back for, you know, going to church, being in small group. And so I really learned like, wow, I do love the Lord because I love him, not just because that's what I was, you know, instructed to do or pat on the back to do, which that's Mm -hmm. a whole other can of worms. That's a big part of my testimony. But With that, alongside of that in high school, I started a YouTube channel and I really just kind of from the beginning was pretty open about my faith. Um, And I felt like that wasn't as common, which was why I think I was so passionate about it because I was a consumer of YouTube. And I was like, man, like, I wish that these girls would talk about things of the Lord. And a lot of the times, maybe they just weren't believers or whatever. So I felt like God really put that on my heart. And ever since then, I've been doing social media. So now that's moved into Instagram um, and other things of that nature. So that's kind of how I got started in that realm. And after college, I got married to my husband, Sam. We met. It's a very funny story, but he was my brother's best friend in college. So that's kind of how we met. Um, Yeah, really sweet. (laughs) Um, which that's another really long story. Uh, we got married and then I moved to Atlanta when we got married. So that was about a little over two years ago and we just moved back to Tennessee. So I am, cause I'm from Tennessee. I'm currently living at my parents' house while we're waiting for a house to be finished. So it's been a crazy time. It's been a really weird transition time, but all good things. So that's like a brief 
my brief story in about a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. That is so cute that it was like your brother's best friend. That's so precious. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, so how long ago then, you said you started it in high school, um, the YouTube channel, and then social media kind of developed from that. Is that what you were kind of saying then? Yes. Yeah. It's been, oh my goodness. I was, well, I started it when I was a freshman. And okay. then I, I really didn't, when I started it, started it, I didn't have the heart of like, oh, let me, you know, talk about the things of God and things like that. But I was so busy between I was doing competitive soccer. I was really involved in my church. Like I just had a lot going on. And so I actually tore my ACL. So I wasn't able to play soccer. Um, a lot of my really close friends were older than me. So they had moved away. So my senior year, I was like, oh my gosh, all the things I do with my time are gone. Um, I also went through a breakup. Like all these things really changed in my life. And so that's yeah. whenever I was like, I'm going to do this YouTube thing. I love, you know, uh, taking in the content. So I want to do it. And I felt like at that time, the Lord would really sanctify me to then see the need for, um, more Christian content, I guess. Um, and so that's how I kind of got started. And now I'm 24. So when was that? I was maybe 18 when I consistently was doing it. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's definitely been a journey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I love that you you know, that was your heart too, because I agree, like whether there are so many, you know, content creators or YouTubers or, you know, people who are really like sharing a lot of their life or just creating content on social media, a lot of them, you know, aren't Christians. And there even are a lot who are, who don't talk about their faith as much. And, you know, that can be fine, like maybe a different, you know, niche or whatever it is. But I think it's so cool to be able to see, different people who come up and are like, you know what, I'm actually going to share about this and are a light on the platform that the Lord has given them, which I think is just so beautiful because then it, one, I think can inspire other believers to be like, all right, she's sharing this to however many people, like I can share this in my own community or on my own platform or just with my friends and coworkers. Um, but also then too, to people who aren't Christians, who don't believe in Jesus Mm -hmm. to say like, okay, like here's this cool girl that I've been like following and she believes this. I wonder what this is about. So I think, I think that's so cool. What do you feel like, or I guess maybe a mix of the two really led you to, well, you kind of talked about like what started you wanting to share your faith. What do you feel like Mm -hmm. has been kind of a constant motivation, even still, like as you continue to grow, um, to kind of make sure that your faith is really you know, big part of your platform. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think really what it is, is that I feel like my platform is just an extension of who I am, or maybe a peek Mm. into who I am. And if you know me in real life, like, that's what my life is about is the Lord. And that is what like, my whole life is focused around. And so, yes, I enjoy clothes and makeup and, you know, making a beautiful home and all those things, but like that is not the reason what I live for. Um, And so it's, it's almost just an outflow of like, I have a hard time not because there have been times where I've stepped back from talking about my faith on my platform. Um, I'm not saying, I don't think it was out of a, a healthy reason, but I've definitely seen like my, you know, ebb and flow of that. And I think that it's just a natural outpouring of my real life. Um, 
and you know social media is filtered everything is filtered so yeah I'm, you know all of us are really putting on a our best foot forward with social media and I try my best to be you know real but it's also if you're walking through something hard you know yeah. sometimes <laughs> I'm like I'm not gonna share it but you know deep dark details of what I'm walking through maybe afterwards is like a testimony but I think that no matter if you're you know have a platform on social media or not as Christ followers I think we are called to be ambassadors of Christ in everything we do everywhere we go whether we're checking out the grocery store you know filming a podcast or just being a student um, or a mom, like no matter what we do, Christ should be a light in our lives through that and yeah. whatever that looks like. Um, and so I think that's what really, whenever that clicked for me, like really that Christ was the center of my life, it's hard for it not to outpour into every other area of my life. Yeah. No, I love that. Cause I was going to ask too, if you feel like it's something that naturally pours out or if it's something you really have to work for or, you know, like push to do, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. So I love that you were talking about that where it's like, this is just a huge part of who I am is, you know, a follower of Christ. And so that is naturally going to come out. And I think that's so applicable too. And just whether we have a platform or not, like, all right, is my love for Christ like so real that it's just naturally coming out? Like, is it just changing the way I live, the way I talk? And like, you know, the fact that I'm sharing Jesus and just being a light, like you said, whether I'm at the grocery store, whether I'm just with my family or whether it may be on a platform. So that's so cool. Yeah. And then you had mentioned too, like there have been seasons where maybe you have stepped back from that. Um, mm -hmm. What do you feel like encouraged you to, like, I'm just thinking for the girl who feels like it's hard to share my faith and can really resonate with like, all right, maybe I'm just going to take a step back right now. What kind of encouragement would you give to her or what helped you to be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to step back into this. Like, I'm going to continue to share yeah. this. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I used to, I can, I mean, it's also hard because I grew up on my platform. Like, I feel like I've just completely changed as a person, right? Like I was yeah. in high school to now. And I used to be someone that was truly fearless. Like, I didn't care what people mm -hmm. thought. I was like, this is just what I know is true. And I don't care what you think about me or if you think I'm crazy. Like, this is what I know to be true. And as I began to become a, a little bit more mature, because I think there is a level of like, you know, being... Um, I don't mean, not sly, but I don't know what the right word is there. Like um, yeah. just thoughtful and, you know, being able to read a situation or whatever. And I was never cruel by any means. Um, but as I matured, but also as my platform matured, um, I would get pushback, which pushback never really bothered me. But mm -hmm. then I started to really, um, I would say overthink about, well, am I really representing Christ? Well, like, Am I right in what I'm saying? Which is a good question to ask. Um, but I think I could believe the lie of like, well, if I'm like, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm really perfect in this. So then maybe I just shouldn't say anything. And I don't know if I really know the Bible well enough to speak to this certain topic or whatever. And I remember specifically around 2020, when I just felt like everything was heightened, like everyone, every little thing was being judged and yeah. you were just under a microscope and it terrified me. I was just like, I can't handle that. Like I, and it wasn't out of fear of being necessarily canceled. Cause I'm like, 
I don't know. Like, what what can you really do to me that's going to, like, on social media hurt me? Like, my social media is not my life kind of thing. But it was from the point of view of, like, well, I want to really represent Christ well. But I think I was believing the lie of, like, well, if I don't have it perfectly together, then I can't represent Christ well. Yeah. And it seems good from the outside. Like, okay, so I'll just take a step back and, um, which I think there's times and seasons where that might be good. Um, but I really just felt convicted because it just felt like my social media wasn't aligned with who I was. Right. Mm. Like, and since my social media is about my life, quote unquote, um, I was having a hard time. Like I felt like I was putting on a different face because in real life, like I'm sitting there, you know, deeply considering theological questions, but on my social media, I'm talking about, oh, I went to Target and got this really cute thing. Like it just did not seem aligned. And this even more recently, I feel like I've been wrestling through like, Lord, what would you have me do? Like, what is important to you and what should I be doing with my life? Like every day, my life should be an altar, like a living sacrifice for you. What does that look like? Um, Cause it's easy to get caught up in the, you know, funness of social media and there's nothing wrong with you know liking clothes and things like that but if that becomes our soul identity or what I felt like I was struggling with was I knew it wasn't my soul identity but am I giving the impression to encourage others to make it their soul identity since I'm not talking about the things that are more important in life um is where I felt really convicted and I know it looks different for everybody and I'm still working through like what does it look like to you know, I don't want to encourage things of this world, um, but I also don't think it's sinful to, you know, enjoy making a home look beautiful. And For sure. so it, it, it's a balance and I'm still trying to figure that out and I still don't really fully know. But I think if I could encourage a girl that's really struggling with like, I don't know, you know, is in that questioning phase, I think I would just really pray about what one, what the Lord would have you do, but then if we read scripture, like it's so clear that just wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you should be a light for Christ. Um, And I think if we're really immersed in scripture, it will come easier. Cause in the times where I was like slower to speak about certain things or kind of hiding my faith a little bit, it was because I wasn't as immersed in God's word and wasn't, I I wasn't very aligned with Christ, Um, which happens, you know, we have ebbs and flows in our relationship with the Lord. So I feel like it directly correlates for me, at least. Um, Yeah. I know not everybody has that story, but I think that his word really can encourage us to be open and honest about our faith wherever we are. Have you ever asked yourself, who am I? Your identity is more than your relationship status, job title, or physical appearance. But can you say exactly what it is? If you're looking to find biblical answers to tough life questions like this one, I have just the thing for you. Yarrow helps guide you through the Bible so you can know what it says and what it means for your actual life. With beautifully designed print books, it's never been easier to connect God's word to your life. Yarrow's Bible studies help me be rooted in scripture, grow in Christ, and find the answers to life's toughest questions. Their new Bible study, Known, A Study of Identity Part 1, guides you through chapters in Genesis, Psalms, Job, and Ephesians and challenges you to apply God's word to your life through journaling prompts, mindfulness exercises, community, and more. 
It's time to look to scripture to better understand your spiritual identity. Order Yarrow's Bible Study Guide, known A Study of Identity, Part 1, and start digging deeper today. Visit www.yarrow.org and use my discount code, She Lives Purposefully, for 10% off your purchase. That's She Lives Purposefully for 10% off your purchase at www.yarrow.org. Yeah, I love that so much that you, uh, you're you saying that because it's like, I really do believe too, like really spending time with Jesus is just going to be the thing that flows out then into the rest of our lives. And I feel like a lot of us spend so much time, like you were even saying, like, Lord, what would you have me do? And how would you have me share this? I feel like I'm even walking through that in some ways right now, like, of like, okay, like guide me into what you would have instead of maybe what all, whatever I want kind of thing. Um, but I think that stepping into that properly is going to be rooted in actually spending time with him. And two, that's where we're going to find the courage to actually like share our faith because we're developing like a deeper relationship with him. So it's like, all right, like this is my friend Jesus. And I just want to actually talk about him instead of being shy to do that. But I feel Mm -hmm. like that like pressure, especially on social media is so real, especially like 2020, like you were saying, I think it just was this like, oh my gosh, if I say anything wrong, like people are just going to tear me to shreds. Um, And it, I think it did seep into also like real life, quote unquote, too, of just like workplaces and different things. Like people were just getting canceled everywhere. Um, And sometimes for things that, you know, we can all maybe disagree with, but sometimes it just was for like sharing faith or saying something else. I remember a couple episodes ago, um, I had shared that there was this woman who posted on Twitter. She just like tweeted that like Jesus Christ is Lord. And then there was like a U.S. I think it was like congressman or something who basically was like, that's so bigoted and like retweeted it and just like attacked her, like something so crazy. And so, you know, it can become intimidating to actually then step forward and share our faith. But like you said, it's exactly what we're called to do. Um, We're called to be lights. We're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we are called to preach the gospel. Um, so yeah, I, I love, I love that you were saying that. And I was going to ask too, if you do ever get pushback and it sounds like, it sounds like you have definitely. Yeah. And I actually like just a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, I posted a video and I just shared a conviction that I had. Um, and I got a lot of pushback, which I knew it was on modesty. There's always, you know, that's a very heated topic. Yeah. Um, and I knew that and those were things I used to be like, I don't care what you think. This is what I believe the Bible teaches. And I'm going to say that. And I haven't touched on that in years. And I had a personal conviction that was like, I'm going to share this because I feel like these are just, I don't know. I know this is from the Lord because it's definitely not from me. It wasn't something I wanted to deal with. It made my life harder. Um, And so, and this is a good example of where Whenever I would watch it back, I'd always say, oh, I wish I would have said this. Like, I wish I would have added this in. And I I tell myself, I'm like, I can't overthink it. Like, I just have to trust that the Lord will give me the words to say in that moment. And I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect deliverer. But I know that God can do what he builds with that. Now, if I said something that was like completely out of line with scripture, then yeah, I shouldn't say that, you know. But, um, and I definitely got pushback. And it was, I got pushback because it was actually the thing I was thinking was that I wish I would have clarified even more that like it is, you know, that whenever it comes to lustful thoughts for men, they also 
have like control like they have to fight that as well and I didn't touch on that part um but in my head I'm like well I'm just touching on my part and I got a ton of pushback and I've just like I'm grateful that I'm like I know I know that God can redeem like if someone hears something that like I just trust okay Lord I said what I felt was right to say and I know it was in line with scripture And maybe I didn't say it perfectly, but I trust that you will redeem that and do with it what you will. And I think that takes a lot of surrender. Like it's hard um, because I I tend to be kind of a perfectionist. Like I want, you know, everything I say to be taken really well and just said perfectly, um, which is great to strive for. Like I think we should strive to share things really eloquently and well. But at the same time, like we can't let completely stop us, um, you know, as long as it is truly in line with scripture. Like I say that with a big, you know, asterisk because it's so important yeah. that what we say is based off of scripture and from the Holy Spirit and not out of, you know, our own selfish ambition. But yeah, I got a lot of pushback and I knew I would. I knew uploading. I was like, I know people are going to be really bothered by that. But I you know, just have to swipe, what is it, the dust off my feet and just keep on moving Um, and not let it bother me unless it's a true, you know, I do read things and I've actually had pushback where I'm like, you know, you were right. Like, and I just have to accept that and move on as well um, and take it to the Lord and not just take what people say to be true. But Lord, what do you say about this? Is this person right? Are they truly um, Mm -hmm. criticizing me well? And I think it's good to consider those things, but not let it define me. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said too, talking about how like it really comes down to even just surrendering. Cause I feel like that can be such a big part of it is just even surrendering like my own ideas of what I want to do with my life or surrendering, you know, that like, I want to be totally at peace with everybody and don't want anybody to ever say anything negative about me. Like I'm such a people pleaser. So I feel like that's a big thing for me. Um, or, you know, there's all these different aspects of like, all right, like I want to cling to this. And if I share my faith, that might go away. And so it's like, all right, I'm going to let that go then and just surrender, you know, Lord, you call me to step forward. You don't call me to control other people's reactions. So I'm just going to like obey you and surrender the rest and just like let everything Mm -hmm. else at your feet. Um, and like you said too, like, I think so often we can beat ourselves up for like, Oh, I didn't say this perfectly, but like the Lord is able to redeem so much in what we say. And like you said too, of course, like as long as it's like aligning with scripture and just making sure that we're in the spirit in those things. But I think that we can allow that to really cripple us to actually not talk about our faith when, you know, I feel like we don't really see in scripture necessarily like, all right, share the gospel, but only if you do it perfectly and you've spent hours curating like the exact thing to say to somebody, to a friend, you know, all this stuff. It's like, no, just yeah. share the gospel, tell people about Jesus, um, share his love. So um, I love, I I love that a lot. That's really cool. Yeah. Really and cool. I'm still learning it. It's not, I think I will forever be learning that because it's yeah. hard. It's, it's the fight between our flesh, but also the enemy. Like that's where the enemy wants us to go. Oh, I don't have it all together. I don't have everything perfectly said. So I'm just not going to do anything like he's, yeah. that would be a win for him. Um, or when would also be, I'm just going to say whatever I want, whether it's online with scripture or not. Right. So it's like that balance of remaining uh, with the Lord and really not quenching the spirit and seeing what God would have in that moment. And really like 
taking things to him in that moment. I'm trying to be better about that. Like I used to, whenever I was, you know, fearless, didn't care what things, you know, was just like, yeah, I know this is in the word and I'm just going to talk about it. I also wasn't really like, I would just press record. I wasn't really prayerful and, um, I didn't really go to the Lord first about things. And (laughs) so I'm kind of learning like that balance. And I think that that's, what's really important is us going to the Lord. And like you said, like surrendering to him in those times and not letting, I know it sounds so cliche to not let the enemy win, but truly, um, cause he's come yeah. to kill, steal and destroy. And he wants to do that. And so remembering that and that Jesus came so we have life to the fullest hmm. and that looks like living in that freedom. And it's really freeing to go, oh, I wish I would have said this, but Lord, I trust that you'll do, you know, with it, what you will yeah. and moving on and not thinking too much about it. No, that's so, that's so beautiful. Oh, this is so good. And I feel like it too is just such an encouragement to be able to see somebody who is like walking in that path and say like, all right, you know, Jacqueline's doing this, like I can step into this too. Um, So would you have maybe just like, as we wrap up here, a last encouragement for the women listening or whether it's related to this topic or not, but like just a last encouragement to them. And maybe again, it's specifically in just like somebody who wants to be more bold, whether it's with their family, their friends, coworkers, or just to like, you know, maybe the person at the grocery store they see every single week, um, or maybe even on their social media too, a uh, final encouragement you would have for them. Yeah. Um, I think I would say like what just immediately came to mind was, and I'm learning this too, is that nothing else matters. Like mm-hmm. nothing else matters, but what Christ did on the cross. Like it changes everything. So if we believe that to be true, if we believe that Christ truly died for our sins so that we could be made right with God and you're either made right with God or you're not, then why would anything else be more important than the person Mm -hmm. that you're talking to at the grocery store? Like they are made in God's image. They are a human being with a soul. And it is so like, we are called to share the gospel And it doesn't always mean that you have to say the gospel verbatim, but even just showing them snippets of Christ, like I believe that God can use that. I do believe we are called to share the gospel outright too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I think having that at the forefront of your mind that nothing else matters, then it makes all the little other things seem really small. Like, oh, what are they going to think of me? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. What matters is eternity and, you know, glorifying Christ because that's what we're here for that's what like we are made new we were given new life so that we could glorify God um not so that we could live a comfortable life not so that we can have a nice house and you know we're called to do those things and so I need this encouragement too like I can get there are times in my life where I'm like yes I believe that nothing else matters there are times in my life where I can completely forget like I can go Mm. you know a day and go, Oh my gosh, Lord, I have not even considered you today. I've not even considered you because I've been so caught up in, you know, what I think is important. And so my encouragement would be like every day, if we could fix our eyes on that truth, then the world would be changed. Like it truly Mm -hmm. would like the people in my life that are adjacent to me would be different people. Um, and I feel like I need to hear that. (laughs) Like, as I'm speaking, I'm like, I need to be, thinking of this too. Um, and I really believe that lives would change and Christ would be so glorified if we could all live that way. Um, 
you know, whether we're at work, being a light at work, or just on our social medias are really, most importantly, the people that are you're face to face with day to day. Um, I think I think it's so important. So I think starting there with that understanding yeah. would really change everything. I love that so much because it's really just like the heart behind it, recognizing the power of the gospel is going to make you really want to share it and just feel like, like you said, nothing else matters. Um, so that's really beautiful. Oh, Jacqueline, thank you so much for just like sharing your encouragement with us. Where can people find you um, and follow you? Tell us, yeah, all, all those things. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. I think it's at Jacqueline with three L's because Jacqueline Brooke. My name spelled right was taken. So I was like, or three N's, sorry, not three L's, three N's, J-A-C-L-Y-N-N-N, Brooke. <laughs> um, and then on YouTube, it just Jacqueline Brooke. Um, those are my two main platforms. I don't really use anything else. And yeah, thanks for having me on here. This was really great. Such an uplifting conversation for sure. I really yeah, appreciate you know. it. Oh my gosh. I feel like I was just so encouraged from this too. And it just was just a stirring up too of like, all right you know, it's, it's time, especially just with everything going on in the world. It's like, it is time to just be sharing the gospel and sharing Jesus and being a light. And if we weren't before, like taking our relationship with Jesus that much more seriously. So thank you for mm -hmm. your encouragement. This was so sweet. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Wasn't Jacqueline just so sweet? She is such an encouragement, such a light and just such a cool person. And I'm so thankful that we were able to have her on the podcast. I love everything she shared, especially at the end. Just such a good reminder, especially in the days that we're living in to really be a light for Christ and to remember that him, his gospel, everything about Jesus, the gospel itself, the fact that we are his is the only thing that matters. And so we need to be sharing it. So I am so glad to have been able to have had her on. And now it is time for Dear Meg. All right. Today's Dear Meg question is this. How do you call out truth in love to people who are close to you making poor decisions? And um, I wanted to, I didn't really prepare an answer for this. I usually just kind of answer them on the spot, but I did notice this question, of course, and I wanted to answer it because I feel like I have not always handled this situation properly. I think I've been on both ends of this where sometimes I have called people out, maybe not in a loving way. And other times I've refrained from calling people out because I don't want to be not loving. Um, so I wanted to answer that because I think it can be a very tricky thing to navigate. My first encouragement to you, and I was actually just reading this this morning in Ephesians, talking to talking about speaking the truth in love, is that my first encouragement is that speaking truth is love. And so I just want to lay that out because maybe you're hesitant to even say something because you don't want to ruin a relationship, which is so understandable. Or maybe you feel like, you know what, I should just let them live the way they want to live because like, you know, I want to be loving. Speaking truth is love. We see that in scripture. And so that's my first encouragement for you. And I just want to cheer you on and like you are wanting to approach somebody who it sounds like either is a believer, I don't know if they're a believer, um, but they're making poor decisions and your heart in that is a loving heart because you care about this person. And I think that's so important. With that said too, I think it's so important to make sure that that heart is in the forefront of your mind as you approach this person. Um, because I think sometimes it can be easy to get really fiery about maybe the poor decisions that they're making and get really upset. And of course, a lot of these decisions can be really upsetting. I know that firsthand, but to speak it in love, which is again, what we see in scripture, 
is going to be the best way that somebody is going to be able to receive that. And that really should be your heart in it from the get-go. So my encouragements to you how to go about doing that, one is to bring it to the Lord. The Lord knows this person that you want to speak to, and he knows their heart. He knows exactly where they're at, how they're going to receive something. He knows what they're thinking, what they're feeling, all of these things, the timing in their life, everything he knows. And so bring those things before the Lord as you, you know, choose to walk in them, bring it all before the Lord. My second thing that I would say is definitely make sure if it's possible to do this in person or over FaceTime, if it's long distance and just making sure that it's not like a text conversation or anything like that, which may be a given, but, um, yeah, I think making sure of that is definitely very important. And then two, going back to what I was saying earlier, is just making sure as you're approaching this conversation that your love for them is so evident in how you're talking. So maybe starting out the conversation like, listen, I just wanted to talk to you about something as somebody... I just care about you so much and I love you so much. Maybe if they're a Christian, you could say as a sister in Christ um, and know that I love you, you know, always, but I just wanted to bring this before you and make sure it too, it's just you two. Ideally, there's no embarrassment happening. You're not calling them out publicly. None of those things. This is one person to another person to another believer or person that you love. Um, but starting it out that way with your heart behind it. And then maybe going into like, I've been seeing these things or you've been saying these things or whatever is the situation there. And then really taking it from there and reminding them, you know, um, again, throughout the conversation, like how much you love them, maybe even why these things are concerning to you. Um, but again, just over and over how much you love them. I don't think it can be overstated in a hard conversation like that. But I do think too, you know, of course, saying what you need to say is important, which is why including the aspect of love is going to be so important too, because there might be hard words that are coming out of your mouth. And that's that's really intense. Um, but we know too from scripture, I think it's in Proverbs where it talks about how faithful are the wounds of a friend and they are better than the kisses of an enemy. So, you know, even though you might be saying hard things, it's so much better to have that coming from a friend than it is to even be getting praise from an enemy. Um, so I just want to encourage you with that too. So speak all of that truth, lay it out. Don't be shy about doing that. But also just in that conversation, again, make it one-on-one, -on -one, make it in person, maybe separate a time, and then just making sure that you are like reiterating your love at the beginning, at the middle, and at the end of what you are bringing forward to this person. I hope that that's helpful. I hope that that's encouraging. It can be a hard situation to walk through, um, but you are not alone in having to do that. And two, again, bringing that before the Lord because, you know, Reality is like we could maybe do it the best that we think we could do it, but we are imperfect human beings and the Lord is able to redeem all things. So pray over this conversation so much too um, and know that he goes before you in it. So just be praying over that. I hope this was an encouragement to you. Well, friends, that is our podcast episode for today, but I have a question for you. I would love to hear your thoughts about the podcast, what you want more of on the podcast, what you want less of on the podcast. I just want to make this a space that's something even better for you. So feel free, please, please, please to message me at Megan at SheLivesPurposely.com. That's via email at Megan at SheLivesPurposely.com. Dot com. I am so thankful for you. And of course, please feel free to let me know what you think about the podcast. Leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single review from Apple. It is so, so sweet. 
just so encouraging. And two, on Spotify as well, you can rate. I don't think you can review there, but you can rate. Um, and so be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening from that, from even if it's YouTube, I would love to hear from you. Friend, thank you so much for being here. I'm so thankful for you. And I hope that today encouraged you. Live purposely, live for Jesus, and have a fantastic rest of your day.